money is not a tool. As much as people have told you for years and you're, that money is a tool and it's all it is, it's a tool, it's bullshit. It's not a tool. But this idea of money being a tool kind of puts us in a weird position, right? Because I want you to think about money differently. And if it's okay with you, I'm going to kind of talk to you about money and what it means and how it works and what it's all about. Because most people have money screwed up. See, what's happened is that most people look at work and life as two different things. They said, say, okay, well, from nine to five, I'm going to go work. And as soon as five o'clock hits, now I'm going to go live my life. And I want you to think about that, what that looks like, what that means, right? Okay, from nine to five, I work. That's eight hours of the day. And that's most of my waking day, right? Unless you stay up from five to midnight, I guess, right? And then you sleep six hours, okay? So most people, or five to 10, whatever it is, the math, you can do the math. You can do the math on it, simplify it for yourself. Nonetheless, by the time you get up and you drive to work, by the time you come home, you spend your entire day doing this. Now, you shouldn't say, okay, well, we're taught that this is the answer. And Harvard did a study on this, and and I've said this for 25 years, but Harvard did the study, so I'll reference it. But how can you separate life and work? This never made sense to me. How do you separate life and work? Because I work a certain amount of hours, and then, oh, after that, my life is actually considered my family, the time I get to do what I want, what I want to do. But how do I, like, how is that different? So I got to spend most of my life doing what other people want, and then the times that I'm free, I get to do what I want. And that's my family time, my free time inside of that. Okay? This mentality, this thinking, leads us to be stuck and leads us to be trapped in our environment versus having the ability to live our life and doing what it is we value, right? If we don't do what we love to do and we don't value what we love to do, then what happens is our internal psychology breaks down. We start gaining resentments and angers and issues towards our jobs and what we love to do, right? One one of the key things that we do in our office is make sure people are doing what they love to do. Because a person that doesn't love what they do is going to fall apart. If you're going to live inspired, if you're going to get wealthy in your life, you're going to have to make sure that you live a life and move towards life, not towards success. Success alone leads to death. It's a motivational game. That's why you'll go to programs. How many people realize that this program is completely different than probably anything else you've done so far in your life? Any personal development program you've ever gone to? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not here to motivate you. I'm not here to motivate you. I like some dancing in there. I like some music, but I'm not here to motivate you. I hope you wake up inspired. Because inspired, the term inspired, means to breathe life into. It is life. Inspiration is life. And when inspiration stops, it's called expiration. It's called death. Right? In many elderly cultures, or even cultures, they say that, you know what? When did the, per- the person expired? Huh. So if you're going to live, you're going to breathe, you're going to create existence, it's going to be inspired because that's putting life into somebody. And inspiration is that. Fulfillment and inspiration go hand in hand. Success and motivation go hand in hand. Motivation goes up and goes down. That's why every 30 to 90 days you need a team meeting to be able to motivate your team. I don't have to motivate my team. I can disappear for three months and I know that they're going to do what they need to do. They may need some... What do we got answer questions and stuff? But I know Nick is going to go work video and I don't have to micromanage him. 
I know Romo's going to figure out audio, video, and production. I don't have to micromanage him. Dez is going to figure out production and details. Zach is going to do technology. I don't have to micromanage people. If I have to micromanage people, then they're not being who they are. If you have to micromanage yourself, you're not living yourself. Let's move towards life, health, vitality, energy, negentropy, growth, and let's dream bigger. When you become success-driven, money becomes your driver, right? Money becomes your driver. But when you become fulfillment-driven, love and service become your driver. Love and service become your driver. And because of that, you get to actually live a life that is meaningful. You can make all the money in the world. And you all, you all know people that have made money, lots of money at that, but have ended up miserable, right? There are so many people today that you hear about mental health being a thing. And you're thinking to yourself, some people may be saying, how could they have mental health issues? They've got all the money in the world. Has anyone ever thought that in their head? Let's just be real. Yeah, some people have thought that. I know many people have thought that. How could they have an issue? Well, because it's not about the money. We get blinded in the idea that it's about money, and that's the real thing, but it's not. When you have money, you search for fulfillment. And the truth is, is you don't want to be partially living, right? This work-life balance idea is a partial living construct. What you want to get to is a place of integrated living. It's work-life integration. To be integrated in life is to take success and fulfillment and merge them as one. To take your work and your life and merge it as one, not separate. But if you work for money, you're going to separate your life. Because money is not a tool. Money is not a tool. As much as people have told you for years and years that money is a tool and it's all it is, it's a tool, it's bullshit. It's not a tool. Money is a resource of the values that are being served. And the more value you provide, the more resources you get. Money is a resource, period, because it's used for trade and exchange. People who sit and say it's a tool are coming from the position of a success-driven, money-driven state, not entrepreneur, just a state. That, you know, money is just a tool to get from here to there. No, it's a resource. But this idea of money being a tool kind of puts us in a weird position, right? Because I want you to think about money differently. And if it's okay with you, I'm going to kind of talk to you about money and what it means and how it works and what it's all about. Because most people have money screwed up. We've all been successful. We've all achieved things. Everyone, you couldn't be here if you didn't achieve something. You're all high achievers, there's no question. You've all done things to sit and say, you know what, I've achieved things. And that's great. You got rewarded. Maybe you got a bonus at work. Maybe you got a bonus from the team, your boss, whatever. You, you said, you're, congratulations, you're, you're doing more than you were. It's fantastic. But if that's the case, then you get stuck if that's what you get addicted to. True self-worth is where you do it because you can see the love of it. It's not about the accolade. It's not about the reward. It's about being in fair exchange. It's about being in balance and you get to do more of it. If you're doing something on a day-to-day -day basis for an end result, you're missing the boat of doing it. True self-worth comes from the inside, not an external factor, right? It's not an external factor. But the problem is, is we come along and we get these these root experiences with money that, that screw us up, that don't allow us to appreciate our true self-worth and who we really are. But whatever you have guilt towards, 
you give away towards it. Whatever you have guilt or shame towards, you give away towards. And your self-worth deteriorates. Guilt, shame, resentment all stop money inside of you. If you move forward and you go back and we look at the future inspiration, you have to have a future inspiration in your life. You have to be service-driven. If, your service if you're driven by service, you have a reason to get up in the morning. There's life in that you're putting in. That's an investment. But if you are stuck in matter and be, not being yourself, if you're trying to be somebody other than yourself when it comes to money, you will make it. You may be good at making it. You may be a great salesperson or a good, you know, all that. But you may lose that money because it's not authentic. And when you're being authentic to who you are, real, be thyself. And actually being in future inspiration. You're moving towards this path line. And when you do that, money starts showing up. If we don't learn to love who we are, money goes away from us. Money disappears from our life. It just goes to other people. And the longer we hold on to guilt, the further it goes. We just give it away. You can make it, but you'll lose it. But if you hold on to resentment, you'll just give it away. Excuse me, you'll, you won't even bring it in your life. You'll just give it away to people. You'll just give it away. These emotions are the things that stop us from actually living financially inspired. They're, it's the emotions. I was having a conversation with, there's a lot of financial training groups out there, and they're all calling me now. And I was talking to one of the biggest ones in the country. I think, yeah, the country. And they're like, we teach people all the strategies. They said, the problem we can't fix is this. I said, I can fix this all day long. And so they're working a deal. We're going to partner together to be able to help people create financial literacy for themselves behind that. So I hope you guys realize this, right? Because if you have guilt or you have shame or you have resentment in your life, you're going to give away your money. You're not going to grow. The frequency of money is dependent on your frequency of love for yourself and appreciation for yourself. To chase money it's like a, a dog chasing his tail, just going in circles. To be thyself, to love thyself, to step into thyself, is to be able to move towards who you are with certainty. And when you do that, money starts coming towards you. When you rewire the brain and you move towards high-performance thinking and you start dreaming bigger with your life and saying that you could do more with your life, then what happens is that you actually come together and money starts coming in your path. You serve people in humanity because you know that what you do is going to make an impact in their life and all of a sudden you have this train of money just following you because money is a resource correlated and dependent on how much service you provide to the universe. You can't provide your service to the universe if you're stuck in your own emotional chaos inside of it. N know thyself, love thyself, and be thyself. That's the secret to money. Hey guys, if you like that video, click on the link over here and you're gonna love the next video.